welcome back to the Femcast Podcast. My name is Kia. And I'm Janaea. And welcome back to our last episode of the season. So sad. <laughs> I'm excited. What? Why? Well, not because it's the last episode, but I'm like, I'm proud of us. We're like doing it. Oh, okay. Still. Well, let's let's start with that then. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling but about the podcast? Um... I'm feeling good about the podcast. Like, I feel, I don't know, y'all listen and, like, message us, and that's so nice. And, like, sometimes I'll be talking to some people, and I'm like, oh, you listen? And it's like, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's like, I don't do it so we can have, like, hella people listening, but at the same time, it's, like, nice that yeah. folks are actually, like, listening and like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel, like you said, proud of us. I'm proud of us for being consistent Mm -hmm. and this just being like a cathartic space Mm -hmm. and then also like the responses from you all like it just makes me so proud and so happy that i have a really great community to rely on and everything so yeah Yeah. y'all are the absolute best yeah Yeah. i'm super excited and we're gonna be back next year oh yeah this fucking pandemic i'm drained in this pandemic Mm -hmm. like yeah uh. <laughs> well in the meantime between time right. y'all can catch up on any episodes y'all missed you can leave a review i don't know please, please. you know you can share it with somebody give it to somebody as a gift hey listen to this podcast right. merry christmas yes no for real over the holiday yeah. that's a great time to like share and we announce binge. anyway absolutely so yeah definitely so what's in the queer news girl yeah, so first, it is a new movie featuring Kia's favorite gay. Ooh, is this um, Kirsten Stewart? Yes. Ooh, she, ooh, she, ooh, she, ooh. Happy <laughs> Season. It's a classic holiday rom-com, but the Aww. twist is about, it's centered around a queer love story. Oh. Um, oh, wait, no, no. Is this the Hallmark movie, or is this like a regular uh-uh, Degula? It's coming on Hulu. Oh, my god. Which gosh. is really cool. Um, <gasps> This is what we've been asking for. Yeah. Like queer rom-com holiday films. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited to see what that looks like. It's obviously yeah. white, but like, it's fine. We take what we can get. Right. Mm-hmm. Now we just need Hallmark to follow suit. They actually are doing a queer. I, I, are they? I mean, yeah, maybe we can make this queer news. I don't have all the details on me right now, right. but I heard because they're trying to mend for what the them pulling those ads or whatever yeah. happened last yeah. year. They're trying to yeah. like... A man for that, but I know it's like a, a male couple. Oh. Queer, but I know the Hallmark is definitely doing one because I read about it a yeah. while ago. Um, they Ooh, doing one. Nice. Yeah. That's exciting. Hopefully, we can get that and we can watch it and mm-hmm. have some type of queer Christmas fairy tale. We've all been waiting. Yeah, for. I love the holiday movie. I mean, take us out of this shithole reality, like yeah, please, definitely. <laughs> and y'all need to stop adding COVID nineteen into the plot because we don't oh want it. <laughs> we don't want it. I don't want it. That's, yeah. No. Save it. Yeah. Keep it. Nobody Agreed. wants to see that. I feel like we talked about this. Did we talk about this last podcast? Not on the podcast, but we talked about it. We talked it. about <laughs> it. We were talking about how, like, we're just tired of seeing the COVID-19 drama in our favorite TV shows because we watch TV to escape reality, not relive it. Right. Yeah. Especially right now. Like, yeah. please. I'm more so, I'm like, my reality shows, I was devastated when it got caught up to COVID. I was oh, like, yeah. 
<laughs> what am I supposed to do? This is my outdoors. Like, yeah. I get why they do it, though, because they probably want to protect the cast and the people. So somehow they write the masks in. But they're dang. getting tested. They have wrapped these sets. They have. Ra- I mean, that's how they were able to return a film. They have rapid tests. So right. they're getting rapid tests like every day, if not every few hours. Right. So they don't have technically they don't have to but yeah. whatever you yeah, whatever see look we tied yeah this is us no okay no you ain't gotta do it don't you gotta go with it um the last thing in queer news is the first housing complex purchased by a trans community for a trans community opens in queens new york um so it's the first housing complex dedicated to trans people and a lot of times trans people is, is really what's the word hiding for like queer people in general to be homeless but then right. like even more for trans people that's really so, awesome yeah i'm like that's so dope i mean imagine the amount of safety it's a first step it'd be dope for there to be like a lot of those exactly um, especially during this time because we know during the holidays is the worst time for homelessness and you know seasonal depression and all yeah. those things so we just want to keep everybody uplifted and i'm just so happy that there's a space for people mm-hmm. you know for all kinds of people so yeah that's awesome. shout out to queens and the folks who put in the work yes that. all right so this episode it's kind of like an open-ended episode mm-hmm. it's like a 2020 review no like, um, i know y'all don't want to <laughs> y'all know what the uh, outcome gonna be already <laughs> right. but you already know but um i don't know i just want to kind of want to reflect in this podcast and kind of talk about you know where we are you know the holiday season is like running up on us yeah and how are we going to survive y'all these holiday time during a pandemic like the holidays are already you know hard enough Mm. and hard and shitty without a global pandemic but how are we gonna survive y'all what are we gonna do what are we gonna do so how are you planning to survive this year um honestly with like a lot of writing and just escapist movie movies that are just fantasy yeah (laughs) i'm like that's that's really a kind of all i got like holidays been hard for me for a minute i mean they all already were hard but then it completely changed my grammy passed so and that's just kind of relatively new yeah so I feel like that's been my challenge. Like, I still want to kind of cook for myself because that's how I kind of still, I feel like, bring her into my space. Right. Um, right. To make me feel, I don't know, comforted. Yeah. Um, that's really it. Like, you know, that that's that's really it. I was watching Jingle Jangle on Netflix. It's really yeah. cute. I'm probably going to watch that again. Just yeah. something to just give me something fantasy. Something to get you. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? I don't know. I just feel like this year it's going to take a whole lot of just honesty Mm. and like being like, look, like I love y'all. I want to be among y'all. I understand, you know, COVID fatigue. Mm -hmm. I understand the holidays, but like I just there's just this. I don't know. I just feel like there's just this feeling of like dread because like, how do you tell your family like I love you and this is a hard time and mm. you know the holidays are important to a lot of people but like look we can't be doing these huge gatherings right. i can't go to grandma's house right. like it just people don't really understand like i feel like my family they want together they want to do these things mm-hmm. and i am just like dreading telling them like 
no <laughs> like yeah. i'm not coming i'm sorry and i haven't seen my family all year i haven't been to my grandmother's house all year mm-hmm. i haven't seen her and i feel so bad because my grandmother is like the one person in my family like outside of my immediate family where i'm like a little bit more closer to her like mm-hmm. i you know she's somebody that like i hold dear to me and mm-hmm. like i just don't want to tell her like i don't want to come like yeah. i'm not coming to the thanksgiving right feast because i don't know what the rest of my family members it's are doing. doing right you know yeah and right even just my mom like my mom works in healthcare she's a registered nurse and some of the stuff that she'd be saying I'm like girl like mm-hmm. ain't, ain't you in the thick of it like you yeah, not worried about it right but maybe I think people in the healthcare system have become desensitized to it because mm-hmm. they're around it every single day mm-hmm. you know and I think for them like that's the reality and they can like turn it off and go spend time with family okay um, but it's still not I feel like it's still not right yeah you know yeah it's really just down to saying it, I think. Yeah. I think because I, yeah, I relate. Like, I have been the person who is like, oh, y'all want me to come over? I'm wearing a mask the whole time. Yeah. And, like, it's, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's kind of, it's different. I'm the only person with a mask on. Yeah. But I'm like, I got to say mine if you want to see me. That's how you're going to see me. Like, those are those, your boundaries. And you've set right. those boundaries. And, and so. You've, you've made it very clear that, like those boundaries are yours and you're not, this is how I am going to like, you know, keep myself sane. Right. Right. And I'm like, at the end of the day, what I've learned is just, if, I mean, I know they love you. They're going to have to just deal. You know what I'm saying? Like it's uncomfortable for you, but at the end of the day, it's like, I don't know. I always feel worse when I like, cause I, not with COVID, but just in general, like when I've done something that I didn't want to do to make somebody else happy, yeah. like they, you should like compromise is important and different things. But it, like, I don't know. I hate them feelings when I hate when at the end of it, I'm like, I regret doing it. I yeah, shouldn't even. Yeah. And so Put I'm like situation. situation. Right. Absolutely. So it's like weighing the, okay, Absolutely. do I be uncomfortable or do I just, you know? Yeah. And I just want to like, even if you're the only one, if y'all are listening and even if you're the only one in your family worried about, you know, the rising numbers or whatever, like mm-hmm. don't feel invalidated because people around you who you care about right. don't understand and are not taking it as seriously as you are. Right. Don't feel invalidated. Don't feel like you're like this uppity stuck up. No. Right. You're the reasons to be anxious are your reasons and they are valid reasons. This is a global pandemic. Right. So don't let nobody, don't let me ma, don't let TT, don't let nobody tell you that you being uppity or that you're overreacting over your fears yeah. because your fears are valid because you never know at this point, everyone has known someone or, right. you know, at least two degrees of separation at least. Exactly. Yeah. Who has, unfortunately encountered covid and mm. your fears are valid right and even if you you know got it and beat it it's still like that factor of like i don't want to spread it right so don't feel invalidated your feelings are absolutely valid absolutely and like too, just try to be creative like i yeah. know some people are doing like family's gonna order something to everybody and everybody's gonna eat on facetime or like it's yeah. so unideal but like it's something and i think it's important. i don't know y'all tired y'all tired of it like right like i'm yeah i'm fucking tired but i'm like look <laughs> have them leave you a plate on the front porch yes um, bring food outside, to each other eat outside right if you got you a little tent 
Thanksgiving trunk thing. or treat. You know, like right. in the yard trunks or do something like that. Ugh, yeah, I mean, I'm like the only positive I can think of all is just, all of this is obviously keeping safe, but I'm like, hmm, the whole being queer and during the holidays yes. thing goes away. <laughs> Maybe if you choose to not, it goes away yeah. for right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's always the hard part. The unspoken, like, look, the unspoken, the awkwardness, the drama. Like this, I feel like the this this year this trumps it. <laughs> this right. definitely trumps it. But even if you are spending time with your family and you are queer, we're here for you too. We, yeah. If this was a regular year, this is definitely what the whole episode would be about. Would be about, right. Be about <laughs> dealing with being queer, bringing your partner to the functions, mm. not bringing your partner to the functions because of your family. Like, when the gay thing come up on TV and the oh, silence. Lord, the silence. <laughs> and the eyes. Or the, I just don't understand Stand. why oh my God. you ain't got to understand. Mm-hmm. Ooh, at least we can avoid that right. this year. For now. For <laughs> now. That right. Like, that can be the upside yeah. to staying home. Yeah. But I definitely understand how just awful the holidays can be so just y'all know stick it out we are here for you we have all we are all dealing with some very interesting holiday times and it is just something that like most definitely if you need it seek external help if Mm -hmm. it's something that you cannot deal with it by yourself definitely seek external help talk to a friend talk to a third person that's you know objective not you know, in this mm-hmm. situation, because it can get hard out here in these darker, colder months. So yeah. Make and, sure you're taking care of yourself. Right. And I also recommend um, Open Path. I think it's called Open Pathways or Open Path Connection. Um, it's a service where that's where I find my therapist, um, mm-hmm. where they work with you. So they actually are looking for people who need um, a sliding scale cost for therapy. Oh, um, wow. And it's like 35, I think, to like 60, depending that's awesome. Um, they find you what? people in your area. Yeah, that's how I got my first therapist. Who still my? I was lucky. That Same is so therapist awesome. forever since I started wow. therapy. I want to recommend that. But speaking of like the whole year just being super rough, if y'all can't tell in my motherfucking voice, right? Um, we're gonna transition <laughs> to just talking about all of 2020. Yeah. Um, and just reflecting on the year. So Kia, like if you could go back to january what would you say to yourself when the new year came Ooh, chow okay (laughs) so in january i have to give y'all context of where i was in life in january Mm -hmm. so i graduated with my bachelor's degree in december 2019 so January 2020, I was coming into the workforce. I was looking for a job. I was a newly grad. Uh, it took me way too long to finish my bachelor's degree, but it was because of external factors, finances and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And uh, in January, I was looking ahead. I think... January Kia was romanticizing 2020. Mm. I was like, look, this is going to be my life. I'm going to have my career. It's about to be the year. This year is about to be it. I don't know if y'all know, but this year, almost every single holiday fell on a Friday or a Saturday. <laughs> so I was like, it's about to be lit. <laughs> every single holiday, Halloween on a Saturday, it's about to be lit. Look, I was it. But I think yeah. January Kia Kia 
January keep here. January 2020, I was romanticizing my life post-grad. I was like, this is what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be in my groove. Like, this year is going to be the year. Mm-hmm. If I was to go back and tell myself and talk to myself, I would be like, sis, chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You ain't it. It ain't happening. But it's like not bad to be hopeful. Because I don't no, even no, think no, you were no, romantic. No. I think romanticizing is like when you look back and it's like, you make something look better than what it was. Or like, I'm like you had no idea that this no, was girl, coming. But this is, this is, if y'all don't know, I'm a Pisces. And this is my like always internal struggle. Mm-hmm. I am always like romanticizing or idealizing the future. Okay. I am never content with where I am currently. Mm-hmm. I'm always looking forward to the like, next. oh, when I graduate. Okay. Oh, when I move out. Oh, when I do this, like my life will be it. Like mm-hmm. I'll be happy then. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've like always dealt with my entire life. Yeah. Like once I do this, I'll be happy. And the goal just gets further and further and further and further. Mm-hmm. So if I was to go back mm-hmm. and talk to myself in January, I would be like, girl, you need to chill. You need to slow the fuck down. You need to, um, first of all, you ain't, whatever you think you're about to do, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna do it. It ain't happening. Nothing, nothing that you have planned this year will actually work. Mm-hmm. Um, your first year teacher, guess what? You're going to be working from home. Uh, guess what? You think you about to be traveling during the summer? Guess what? <laughs> you gonna be at home. You gonna be at home, <laughs> sis. You gonna move out. You gonna move to the city. You gonna be where you wanna want, where you wanna be. But guess what? You can't go nowhere. Yeah. Ain't no functions. <laughs> you right up the street from the promontory, girl. You can't go. Porting to work gonna be closed, sis. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think I just would just tell myself to relax and like you don't have to get to where you think you need to be. Like find joy mm-hmm. in where you're at. Like when I graduated, I didn't even celebrate. I was actually the very first person in my family to receive a bachelor's. Oh, I didn't even celebrate. Congratulations! Yeah, I had no celebration. Mm-hmm. I think we went out to dinner. That mm-hmm. was it. But I never, I didn't celebrate because I wasn't happy with just oh, attaining I see what that. You, mean. you see, yeah, yeah, like, you weren't celebrating even just like the accomplishments. You just mm, waiting, waiting. I mm-hmm. see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. like it, like yeah. To me, that was a big accomplishment because yeah. no one else in my family achieved that, mm-hmm. and I should have celebrated, and I should have made a bigger, better, bigger deal of it, and I should have been like, girl, like be proud of yourself yeah and i didn't do that i was like okay next on to the next on to the next. and so yeah i think i would just tell myself to slow down mm-hmm. just celebrate where i'm at yeah and find joys in where i'm at mm-hmm. so yeah that's a necessary tool right now finding yes. little joys in like every yes. day yes. yeah absolutely so what would that. you tell yourself in january 2020 what yeah. would you tell little Janaea? LOL, I look. <laughs> um, I would tell myself to really take seriously my need to like work on having hope and yeah. being patient. Those are two things I struggle with. You got to give us context. Okay. Yeah, right. So where was I? I mean, in the beginning of the year, um, first of all, I had a shitty New Year's, but that can be a story for another day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um... I think I was really, I was really struggling with being single. 
mm-hmm. which is something I, I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like it's a struggle. It just kind of is what it is. But that's where I was at. And mm-hmm. I was really wanting to be in a new, like, living situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I do. I was kind. I mean, last year was like really good for me, mm-hmm. and so I think at the beginning of this year, I was still very grateful to be in a space that I was in. Like I would say, I was pretty content yeah. and pretty happy. But I do. I. I don't know. I don't feel like I have much other context. It's just that like I just. Um, I just struggle with having hope that like. Mm-hmm. I do not like getting my hopes up about things. Right. Yeah, me too. So me like. And I've become like a very, as much as I'm spiritual, I still am very logical. And so mm-hmm. like my brain has told me that when you have wanted things, certain things come to fruition, others don't. Mm-hmm. So I have like really trained myself to not get too hopeful mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. things. Um, and I feel like in COVID right now, it's very important to have hope. Like one of my favorite people was Amanda Seal. She's an actress and comedian. Mm-hmm. And, um, I love her. Yeah, she's so funny. And her podcast, Small Doses, like one of her episodes, she talked about how hope is the currency. Yeah. And I have that written down because that's so important. Like she's basically talking about how hope is what gets you to the next day, is what pushes you forward. Like when you don't have no hope, then that's when you start to feel like there is no reason to do anything. That's when Mm. you get, you can start to fall into very like dark places. Dark places, right. So like, but I don't think, maybe I don't know how, but I just struggle with having hope. Like, honestly, I will get hope for t- talking to my friends or something, and they sound more hopeful than me. And I'm like, okay, you're making me think of it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Or my therapist. Like, then I'm like, but coming out of myself, that mm-hmm. is not something that I have learned <laughs> to and have for myself. it might be like a defense mechanism, too, from oh, yeah. being disappointed, right. from things not panning out and maybe at one point you did and then you got hurt by it right and it's like okay well i don't ever want to do that again exactly like and when they feel like it's challenge after challenge after challenge it's hard to be hopeful until mm-hmm. i see the thing exactly so that's one thing because i'm just like i don't really feel it's normal to be sad and down or whatever but like during covid i think it's important for all of us to have some type of hope some type of hope and like seeing even though choices, I don't know who, I don't know which candidate was anybody's first, second, or third. But like, <laughs> you know, I did feel hope with COVID, and like when I heard um, Biden had released who's going to lead the COVID federal federal COVID task force. Yeah, that was the first sense of hope I had. Like I kind of got shivers. Like I was shook. I was like, Oh shit, oh, shit we can act. This can be a thing. Like the whole United States is like one gigantic place gonna have to do you know what i'm saying what this task force says isn't that sad yeah it's a little sad it's very sad but like this the reality we've been in so it kind of has been hard to have hope because we're on a second wave now but anyway it's just like i would like to have gotten better i would have told myself then like girl get serious about Mm. just writing yourself notes like doing what you got to do to just have some type of hope because ain't no way i feel like we can make it throughout this time exactly without having some sense of hope and also patience yeah because <laughs> i don't i'm such a go-getter i'm such a like i want this thing and mm-hmm. i have often had to get a lot of things by myself and so that's why i'm very hard on myself and that's why i work very hard yeah because i don't i'm always thinking of what the worst could be um and so I'm always trying to, like, be 10 steps ahead. And so, like, that makes it difficult for me to uh, be, like, 
okay, you just gonna have to wait. Like, what can we do in the meantime? Like, yeah. you know, learning how to pace out. Maybe that's still hope. <laughs> I, th- I think it's also, it kind of played into what I said about celebrating your small wins. Because right. Because what you were saying about you being like, you had to get it on your own. I relate to that because mm-hmm. you know my story. Like, right. that's my story. Right. And so I think taking those times in between those transition periods Mm. and saying like i'm here now but i won't always be here but i can celebrate where i'm at right and have hope that in the future i'll be further along where i want to be to get to my next step so i think it's like a whole lot of like a balancing act and i think it's a balancing act to you know be logical and be reasonable mm-hmm. and say, okay, this is what I need. I need to take X, Y steps to get there. But also it takes a little bit of hope to say that like, I will get there eventually. Like I right. trusting yourself, like I right. am on the right path. And I think right. like those two, you know, dynamics, they ebb and flow. And it's kind of like, a, it's like, it's an ebb and flow kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you can be pessimistic and say like, oh, look, I'm a mess. I need to get on my shit. That's helpful. Mm-hmm. But it's also helpful to be optimistic and say, you know what? I'm going to hope for this thing and want it just because I, I'm in this space where I can feel positive about it. And mm-hmm. I think you need both. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely yeah. Um, Cause I still don't, I do think I have. I do think I've gotten more of a handle on the patience thing because yeah. like finding the small wins in every day and just yeah. taking it easy and like laughing at the small shit, like mm-hmm. definitely getting a handle on that. Cause what choice do we have? You, you really don't <laughs> like, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's what, yeah. that's what I would tell myself. Cause I'm just like, that's yeah. going to be the, I think that's just what's getting most people through and also to be creative. And to some because I'm just like this COVID. I mean, people have been really creative, yeah, and that's definitely. like it ain't the real thing, but I think they're like that's dope. That is super dope, and I feel like also, like, just like what we were talking about happens naturally in life, mm-hmm. but throw the pandemic on it, and it just puts a mic like a magnifying glass on all of the things in your life that you're like, you have time to think, yeah. you literally have time to say that I don't like this. This is happening in my life. And I don't like that. Like right. it literally magnifies everything that you were already feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's important to realize that like, yes, you're in this space, but you're also doing it during a pandemic. pandemic. <laughs> like right. you told me before, like we were talking about this a while ago. Mm-hmm. We we're saying that like, you know, you have to say like, Yes, I'm working on moving out and getting a new place during a pandemic. Right. Yes, I'm working on my master's degree and I'm trying to finish in XYZ time during a pandemic. Right. You know? (laughs) That helps give yourself some grace. It's that reminder that like shit is hard. Everything is harder. Yeah, it's so much harder. So definitely that is something. Yeah. That we, you know, just give yourself grace and have patience and... I mean, if we could all go back to January and be just naive little fucks. I mean, look, I'm like, if my New Year's Eve, Eve New Year's was any, um, what's the word, sign for how this year would go, I wish I would have listened. That would be it. Oh, my God. I wish I would have I feel like I, for our New Year's, mm-hmm. what did I even do last New Year's? I think last New Year's I was crying in a club. Aww. Girl, I be crying in a club. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just find yourself. No, yeah, it be like club. that. Especially on New Year's. 
But was that? It was. I don't know if it was 2018 New Year's or 2019 New Year's. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Life is just crazy. And if I knew then what I would have known now, mm-hmm. I would have cried harder and teed up even but, harder. Right. I was and like, drank I'm, a little milk. No, I would have told myself to go <laughs> out too yes. because I. Like, I just was in a slump because I went, oh, my God. I went, 2019, I did so many things. And by the time it hit, like, winter, I was just tired and Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be at home. And I was really, I was, like, sulking in being at home. And I was just, like, when I get the energy up, I'm going to start going out. The first time I got the energy up to go out with my friend the next day was to stay at home. You fucking lying. (gasps) No, we went out to eat. And, like, literally it was, like, stay at home order starting um, Monday. And it was, like, well, I ain't going out before Monday. Girl, tell me why. So the stay at home orders in Illinois hit March 14th, Mm -hmm. that Monday. It was my birthday, March 11th. And it was Q's birthday, March 13th. So we teed up the entire weekend. Like I'm talking about we got sloppy drunk. We do that for our birthday because our birthdays are so close together. Right. So we we make it a fucking holiday. So right. we was out here teed, turned up. Mm-hmm. And like the crazy part about it, it was like earlier in that week, like I I was I knew about COVID in February and I was like, Oh, okay, this is crazy. But you know, like it should be happening in other countries and you don't you don't fucking connect it to your life. Mm-hmm. So you're like, Yeah, that's crazy, whatever. That week I was hearing like COVID numbers in the U.S. Like mm-hmm. we're seeing a surge in COVID nineteen numbers, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's wild." That Friday, y'all, my school closed. They pulled us in. All the teachers, they were like, "Y'all need to get y'all shit together. We're not coming back. Mm-hmm. Like y'all need to gather your materials." I was like, "Oh my god, this is crazy." What I do after school? I got a tattoo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, this is crazy." And then we yeah. teed up. And then right. Literally after that, the pandemic. Well, that's started. a nice way to. Uh, yeah. At least you know that you like went out, went out. Shit. We literally did. It was. Yeah. I feel like it was memorable, and mm-hmm. it wasn't even all that like crazy. But it was just like, oh, that was the last thing I did before the shutdown. Right. So. <sighs> just wow. So, anyways, <laughs> where do we go from here? Moving on. Um, what are we gonna do in twenty twenty one? Like, yeah. That's just wild to say. It, it, I'm looking forward to just Biden and them and Kamala and them Biden being and in them. Office. Gang, gang. Look, because, like, <laughs> just get up in there and this COVID is at the top of their list. Keep it there, please. Right. Like, right. I'm excited because just knowing that something federally is being done makes me feel better because other freaking countries have yeah. gotten far because they had federal, federal or whatever they would call it. Yeah. The whole country had to do the same thing. So um, I'm looking forward to that. And mm-hmm. I think that like, I'm just going to continue. This time has taught me, I have been learning this, but like for real now and how important it is to just like lean on the people mm-hmm. who are there for you mm-hmm. and like not be in isolation with what you're going through. Exactly. Cause it's just like, you just need people right now. Mm-hmm. Just like period. You just need people. Mm-hmm. We always do. But I think that this virus has shown us, if you, ain't, you know, the things, the stuff don't matter. Like yeah. the people you got in your life really matter. So I think next year I am going to keep working on hope mm-hmm. and patience mm-hmm. and continue to like, you know, be open with people I care about and just yeah. 
Yeah. Be in community. Yeah. As best I, I feel can. like it can't get any worse than the dumpster fire that we see now. But I mean, I we, we set that in March. I'm and then look at look June. Look at it. Look at June. Yeah. Look. <laughs> but you know what? I've had as much as, as awful as this year has been, I have grown so much more confident in myself mm-hmm. as a person, as an educator for what I believe in, who I stand for, who I'm doing it for. Like I just, like I was saying, like it really puts a magnifying glass on everything that you, that was already there. Right. And it, this year really showed me what I could do and where I am going Mm -hmm. and what I deserve. And Mm -hmm. I know what I deserve. I know what I want. Mm -hmm. I know I can get there. And I think that it has really helped me grow in my confidence. Like how you were saying, like, mm-hmm. this year really taught you to lean on people. And I definitely agree with that. But this year has also taught me that you don't need people. There are some people in your life that you don't need. There are some people's opinions and attitudes that you don't need. And yeah. I have grown so much more confident and less worried about other people. Mm-hmm. Because isolation has taught me that, like, you that bitch. Right. And you gonna be that bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Period. Period. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Yeah. By yourself or with whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, it really has taught me that I am gonna do this shit, and I'm gonna do it, and I've been doing it. And right. it's just a whole lot of reflecting and just a lot of, like, motivating. So 2020, mm-hmm. for me, will look like... Oh God, 2021! Yikes! <laughs> Look, we we really should just go ahead and and get and that eraser yeah. and um call it 2020.2. Oh my like, God, 2022.0. Something because it's not fair. Yikes! I ain't aged this year. I'll say that. I will say that. This will be the <laughs> most my memorable year of our entire <laughs> life. Yeah, and we ain't do shit. It's so crazy. Isn't yeah, it's wow. We're going to end this episode with the queer moment of the year, given it's our last episode yes. for uh, this yes. season. So, Kia, do you have a queer moment of the year? My what queer moment of the year is the ghost of Pride Past. Oh, let's <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> My Pride moment of the year is the ghost of Pride Past, the ghost of Pride Present. And the ghost of Pride Future. Okay. That's my moment of the year. So, like, the past prides, all of those memories, a moment of silence for them, how amazing they were. The ghost of Pride Present, we did not have a Pride, so Pride Present is real sad. And then Pride Future, I'm looking for a teed Pride, a jubilant pride i am looking for all of the love and just like a big family reunion so that is my moment of the year just reflecting on all the prides and hoping for the best pride to come 2021 i'm with you yeah i'm like once this is over like i said it's gonna be unsafe that's how fun it's gonna be it's gonna be unsafe (laughs) like so pride really would be crazy i know yeah yeah my equipment of the year is y'all probably don't expect this, but Nisi Nash uh, getting married to Jessica Betts. Oh my god, um, you, stand. you stand! I really do stand, and like, um, they just took a picture with the brat and the brat uh, boo boo, 
Um, the brat came out this year. You know what? Uh, publicly, I, I, we all knew, but I just love the brat. Yeah, like and her, her boo boo. What's her? I think her name is Judy or something. She owned like a, a makeup or a skincare brand. Um, they live in Atlanta, but they just took a picture together and like a selfie, and it was so cute. And oh, I stand the brat. I mean, like I feel like everybody knew, but like yeah, and the brat West Side already. She just so dope. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, it's funny to see Nash. I just I feel like it's still <laughs> just like. A moment that I'm not over it because uh, we already talked about this, but I'm just like yeah. the bravery. She did. She's that. so fine. She like did I that. love her and Claus. Claus finna do the last season, and I'm not, I'm in my feelings about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm just like so proud of her. I think she's just like a great example. And she like, she did do that. She did that shit. Yeah, for sure. and like Jessica Best is fine. Like so fine. Like dang, yes, please, sis. Like this is for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> for me <laughs> uh, so do you have anything that you want to say to our listeners before we check out um i always say this but y'all are the best i love doing this this is such a cathartic <laughs> literally cathartic <laughs> this is such a cathartic hobby for me and it's a hobby and i love it and it's something that like I just genuinely enjoy doing and I love y'all's comments and I love having this part of my life because being an educator in 2020, sometimes it can be very stifling. Like I have an online presence, but it's not all of me. And I talk Mm -hmm. about this a lot with Q, but like me as an educator, me like that's not all of me. Like, there's so many different parts. Everybody has so many different parts to them. And this is a part that I wish was more present in my career, you know, in my daily life. Like, yes, I'm out with my girlfriend and I'm very much so, like, proud and stuff like that. But, like, if you if you saw me on the street, you wouldn't know that I was queer or like, you probably wouldn't assume. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that I wish stood out more so that mm-hmm. this podcast has been very, I don't know, it's just been confirming in my identity mm-hmm. in my person and you know my standing in the community and who i am so i'm just yeah. really appreciative and i love you guys Aww. and yeah thanks for listening yeah so what dope. you gotta say yeah i think i agree it's interesting because um after i think one of the things or what can be kind of an insecurity with being femme which is why we like named it the femcast mm-hmm. is again that invisibility part and mm-hmm. feeling like okay do i need to do something to like kind of prove or like show my queerness like exactly. i don't want to do it for yeah. other people for me like what does that look like and mm-hmm. it's interesting because when i first came out that was something i struggled with i was like oh shit and i i felt instantly this obligation or like this need to like mm-hmm. kind of be in a relationship or be with somebody or be dating or something to make it known yeah. or like feel like I had like a track record or like a resume yeah, or absolutely. something and like obviously life don't work out like that and so it didn't work out like that but then once I had a partner it was like okay this I feel seen and yeah. being queer when I'm with yeah. them right and then not having one it was like I need to be defining my queerness like for myself. Like I need to yeah. be figuring out like what does it mean to me? What does it look like to me outside of feeling like I need to prove it to family or people yeah. or the public? Like exactly. it's always been this journey of like, what is my queerness to me? And so 
yeah, I'm like super grateful that y'all listen and like have been on this journey with us and just, I think claiming that queerness, no matter what it looks like and like it's vastness and it's expansiveness and like the way it can change and just like defining ourselves for ourselves. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I think like, no, I'm not trying to say the podcast has made me feel, I mean, obviously it makes us feel seen in a way, mm-hmm. but not in my queerness exactly. But I think it's just showing me that a lot of shit that we think that we only going through is hella people who exactly. are like literally exactly. going through the same thing and just listening can make some folks feel heard seen and, and heard. Seen. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So. And none of the things that we talk about, like, like we try to acknowledge that like our experiences is obviously not everyone's experience but the fact that you all listen and take in our experiences anyways as queer black femme women yeah is really powerful yeah it really is so thank y'all for listening yeah please leave us a holiday gift which is a review yeah for these episodes that we do <laughs> you know we ask for this because we want to grow i mean we do we it for do fun but yes, you know absolutely. y'all know how things work when you got when you got the the track record Y'all can get more episodes potentially if y'all leave these reviews, if things could be compensated for. Absolutely. So, <laughs> so we want to come back better and better and harder for y'all. So yeah. leave a review. Tell us what we need to work on. Tell us what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Like if y'all got some suggestions as listeners, let us know because we want to be the best that we can be for you all. Yeah. A surprise question, Kia. What is your favorite episode from this season? Ooh! <laughs> okay. Actually, I my favorite episode is actually the spirituality episode. Ooh, and that's recent. Yeah. I, I okay. feel like that was a really good episode. And I feel like that, I mean, we, obviously we plan our episodes, but you guys, before we sit down and talk about it. Mm-hmm. But that was an episode that I really felt like a connection, like a deeper connection to you. Aww, and just like talking about things like otherworldly really made me like think outside of like my own you know thoughts and perspectives and mm-hmm. i don't know i just really liked our conversation in that episode so that has been my favorite episode what has been yours yeah. mine's is a mix it's I, I definitely um definitely um the spirituality episode like that was i agree felt very connected yeah and I think, again, the conversation helped me kind of just realize, um, you know, just how queerness can be connected to so many different things. So many different things. All that. And also for the phobias, because I, particularly because of the rage that I got out. Like, I was thinking about the <laughs> other day. Yeah, because that was like, I was like, I recorded that actually on my, like in March. It was on my sister's birthday. Oh, This was like yeah. right before the COVID. Um, yeah. And I don't know why I was thinking about that day and that recording, but like I was just like it was just nice to get that shit out, yes, publicly because yes. I was so mad. And I think, um, I think too, just as much as it's like us calling shit out, I think it helps me check myself on other things. Yes, um, absolutely. So that was that was that was the yes my fave. Absolutely, so, I love that episode too because mm-hmm. I feel like it was definitely like. It showcased our identities, like mm-hmm. who we were as people. So yeah. I really like that one too. Yeah. Okay, y'all. This the the end for real, for real. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at 
it's Femcast Pod CST. And please follow us on Instagram at Femcast Podcast. Leave a review, please, y'all. That can be your holiday gift to us. We yes. greatly appreciate it. And we thank you so much for listening. Send to a friend or somebody to just listen yes. to if you may feel lonely this holiday season. Yeah, we got y'all. Yeah. Have happy holidays. Be safe, please. Yes. Happy holidays. Season's greetings. <laughs> Peace out. Until 2021.